THN is brought to you by Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska, Listen Nerds Like You, and Floating Bunny head creator Jonathan Sims. Head to Skelenaut.com today to see John's comics, shirts, art prints, and more. That's S-K-E-L-E-N-A-U-T.com. Ah, Yes. Oh, ha, ha. Remember me, old chum? You jolly daddy. What is he getting? Welcome to the We're Two bartering for sponsorships now. <laughs> Welcome to the Two and a Nerd comic book podcast. First and only Facebook talk show. We call it THN Cover to Cover, and it is for Saturday, August 10th. Here's how it works. Every Saturday from 11 to noon Central Standard Time, Joey here and me are talking all things comics, and we do it with you nerds live. But it's not just comics. We talk video games. We talk role-playing games. We talk movies. wrestling. We talk movies. We Don't talk make TV. me talk about wrestling for an hour. <laughs> do not make me listen to that shit. <laughs> oh, man, I said that on Twitter last night, and I had people went after me. Yeah, dude. Black Scorpion, yeah. Ryan Mount. you got to learn. Uh, Shut your damn mouth. You just don't know, all right? Here's how you can play along. You can call us at 402-819-4894, or you can click our Facebook Call Now button if you want to get in on the action. If you can't call live, you can always feel free to leave us a message or send an MP3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com. When I say leave us a message, I mean at the phone line. It's a little beep and everything. Yeah. And I put on a new sexy. There's like music and stuff and effects. It's really cool. But before we get started here, Joe Patrick, reset the question of the week, please. I'm ready. This week's question was submitted by me because I had a fun idea and I wanted to run with it. All right. What is the what is your favorite inaccurately named comic book? For example, uh, I mentioned Superman Year One and the fact that it actually takes place over the span of about seven years. It's true. Uh, there are many. Final Crisis? Eh, I don't think so. Mm, not so much the <laughs> last one, anyway. <laughs> Although, had they just done, like, the Final Crisis, Final Final Crisis, Final 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 Crisis, you know? Like, Final sure, Destination yeah. should have done. Oh, like, Five Null Destination. Yeah, <laughs> Five Null Destination, yes. <laughs> All right, you jerks. There's all kinds of stuff to talk about this week. You had written some stuff down. Like, what did you have? I saw you had a bunch of stuff you wanted to talk about. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it's just like the, the forthcoming news for the next episode. Let me okay. call it up here. We've right. got uh, uh, J. Michael Straczynski and Mike Diodato reuniting to launch a new superhero universe. Until such time that J. Michael Straczynski loses interest and leaves. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> all right, hold on. We got a call coming in here. Thank you for calling THN. Cover to cover. Caller, who this? Hey, guys, it is Jimmy. Jimmy? How are you? It is way past your bedtime, sir. What Call, are you He's calling from the away? future. <laughs> Holy shit. No, like, you guys, it is way past my bedtime. I've just been out playing some poker with some guys from work. Oh, oh nice. It is about 3 in the morning. I'm about to go to bed. I just was like, you know what? I'm awake. I'm going to call you guys and say, what up? I'm way too drunk to actually answer the question of the week, so I don't have an answer for you. That's all right. right. I'm really sorry. That's perfectly fine. You know, I'm here, so I thought I'd say hi. (laughs) We just appreciate the message. (laughs) We appreciate the burp from down under, James. That's great. Thank you, brother. Well, look, I got to say, like, it's it's nerd-related, whatever. I just finished watching The Boys. Yeah. And holy shit. The whole season? Like, you're done? Oh, I'm done. Okay. Yeah, I, okay. I shot down the whole thing. I've I just had right three weeks. So I'm I've, not done I've yet. I've had my, my, I've had a big old holiday. You haven't finished it yet? I've got two I episodes. Spoil it. Two episodes left. 
I loved it, it, it's very different. Yeah. It's very yep. different yeah. to what you'd expect. Big old swerve and at the end. That's something I really love. I'm okay with that, though. I, yeah, I'm, I'm okay too. with all the choices I've seen that have same differed. With, same have with not the Preacher Show. Me. Same with the Preacher Show. I know that not everybody loves I'm it, not but okay do their own story. With, I'm not okay with some of the stuff they did in the Preacher Show. Why would you be okay with being different on one show and not another? Because That's I don't dumb. feel like it was well done, and I felt like it took away from the story, whereas the boys' differences helped the story. Hey. You know, and, and absolutely, they, it totally yeah. did. It yeah, fleshed preacher, things out. The, the differences in the show were a bit like, oh, really? You know, it's like if you want to watch, if you want to experience the original story, you just read the comics. Yeah, they are that good. They're, they're you might as well go to the movies, like it, totally. to see those things. So it's good that they did it different, but with the boys, they did it differently in such a good way. Yeah, it added I don't know what to they the did. story. I've got nothing. I can't put my finger on it, but oh, it was good. Yeah, I loved it. You I know? thought it was really good. <laughs> okay, I'm finishing tonight. That's it. Yep. After BromoCon, I'm yeah, gonna come home and it. finish tonight. Jimmy, always good to talk to you, brother. Go absolutely. to bed. You drunk. Go. Good I'm, lord. I am absolutely going to bed. Wow. It's way too late. All right. <laughs> Bye, Jimmy. We'll talk to you later. All right. Love you. Love you too, Jimmy. I love that dude. The, the thunder from down under. Love yeah. that guy. Phone lines are open. We want to talk. Uh, SummerSlam is this weekend. We're not going to talk about wrestling the whole time, but I need to vent about wrestling. I need to talk about it with somebody. You I know, son of a bitch. I know Hebrews is out there, and I know he wants to talk about this. Yeah? We're not, we don't have to do for an hour. Black Scorpion's out there. Black Scorpion loves the wrestling, too. Are you going to wrestling tonight? No. Hebrews asked if you were going to that thing. No, not tonight. It's BromaCon, so I got to go hang out with the bros. For those BromaCon. BromaCon. Yeah. So. Which is not really a thing that anyone is invited to. No, no, no. It's like a private thing for guys that we game with that <laughs> yeah, come yeah. into town. Except for Alan, New Mutant, who's too good to show up. Well, he lives in New York City. Oh, so. New York City. Yeah, get a rope. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I've got a list here of things. Hawks and Pox, of course. House of X number two came out. What the fuck? What the fucking fuck? Holy Moira McTaggart. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want to know what the hell's going on with Jeff Johns. All of his books keep getting pushed back. Yeah. And pushed back and pushed back. His TV show got pushed back. Yeah. Yeah, what is up? I don't know. I'm uh, starting to worry a little bit. Oh. Ernie, Ernie Colon, uh, or Cologne, um, the accent's on the second O. Ernie Cologne. Cologne. Um, he was a pretty influential creator in the 70s and 80s. He passed away this week after yeah. a long battle of cancer. Uh, he co-created Amethyst. Amethyst. Yeah. Uh, damage Control. Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah, and he actually, like, uh, he drew the illustrated uh, 9-11 report. Which was like a huge thing, uh, like a like a big capstone at the end of his at the tail end of his career. Right, right, right. Um, what else did he? Damage control, amethyst. Oh, Arak, son of thunder. Oh, Arak. Yeah, he's like a Conan ripoff. He's kind, kind of, of a thing. Conan. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, I'm calling Zach Hollowell because he's tried to call three times and I don't know why we're missing it. So They're making a GI Joe spinoff oh. film starring Chuckles. What? <laughs> oh. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, who this? Thanks for letting THN Cover to Cover call you, Caller. Who this? This is Zach Hollow. Are you really in the bath? I. Yeah, he's in the bath. He's in the bath. His clothes are off. Zach, thank you for your nude phone call. How are you? Actually, I'm a Mormon. I'm not completely nude. Oh, okay. You bathe in your magic. I thought you were like a never nude. You bathe in your magic onesie. There's literally dozens of <laughs> what did you want to rap about today other than uh bathing okay. well first off i wanted to say um right on on the first call changes in the boys 
were wonderful. They made sense. They yes. fleshed out the story. Yes. Changes in printer were just nonsensical. I agree. It felt like it was changing so they could change something. Right. They took a road story, made it not a road story. They took a story about two friends and made me not give a shit about their friendship. I totally agree. Completely different. I dipped out okay. like, before the first season even ended because they were spending way too much time in Anvil. Yeah. Get the hell out of there. I'm, yeah. I'm still watching it just for something to do, but I'm not like thoroughly enjoying it. Like anytime hair stars on, that's pretty much the high point. Yeah, that guy is great. He really is good. And I don't know. I think the thing that upsets me the most about Preacher is it gets close to what I want it to be. And then it veers off into something really weird. And then it gets close and then it veers off again. And I just don't get it. I don't understand the need yeah. to do that. They're missing the, the point of a crazy road trip through America. Yeah. And to me, America is kind of a character in the book. Totally. Yes. I mean, it's yeah. a Western. Like, the book is a Western. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's but all about their exodus, but whatever. What I actually called for, uh, last night I was chit-chatting back and forth with Matt, and uh, the toys were what we almost chit-chat about. And, we're uh, toy dorks. So Super 7 picked up the line for uh, Thundercat. No idea exactly what they're going to be, but they're going to release Thundercat toys. Man, I, I want seven-inch Masters okay. of the Universe-sized Thundercats toys. That's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Masters of the Universe oh. classic-sized Thundercats. That would be um, so cool. <laughs> um, I love the Thundercats. What dead toy line do you guys want to see resurrected? Oh. Dead G toy line. G.I. Joe. I love G.I. Joe. I, I love, like, classic. I'm talking about classic three and a quarter. Oh, sure. Inch GI Joe, yeah, three and three quarter inch, three and a quarter before they went neon colors. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. like what before like Ninja Force and yeah, Eco Force. I don't need any of that stuff. You know, like, I don't need any of that stuff. Like, um, Cobra's good as pour toxic waste in the river. You right, know? right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why Eco, <laughs> Eco Squad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I want a class. Uh, everything after the dreadnought. Oh uh, yeah, dreadnoughts. Um, like I mean, when they were when they started doing stuff like Battle Force two thousand. Yeah, that was dumb. It's like, meh, okay. Uh, Tiger Force, where it's just like you just tricked me into buying Dusty for a second time. Right, you idiots. With different camouflage. <laughs> With different camouflage. Stupid. No, they they didn't trick you. You just did it, and that's on you. Listen, man, I was an impressionable child. We were child. all soft-skulled idiots at the time that had been conditioned through hours of cartoons <laughs> to buy whatever they put out. Yeah. So, I mean, like, we were captives at the time. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, I, yeah, I love G.I. Joe. I love the world. I love all the characters. Like, I would love a, a modern revival of those characters. I want old-school G1 die-cast Transformers. Ooh. Full on diecast cast yeah. transformers. I want Optimus. I want Bumblebee. I want. Yeah. Yeah, you can buy them for hundreds of dollars. <laughs> I mean, I kind of like the. Well, that's a bad example, but I kind of like. Well, that's make, a cartoon one. They make new editions. They make. Uh, they've made new editions of like in the classic designs where yeah. they're like way more articulated. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. those are cool. No, I just want a replica of the old school uh, first like G1 die cast, regular size and everything, boxes and everything. Sure. Man, need it. All and right. we'll, we'll never get Megatron as a gun again. No, we will never get Megatron no. as a gun again. Nope. No, you say you'll never get Megatron as a gun and I was just thinking about this the other day. Megatron, so cool in the cartoon. 
Have you really looked at the fucking toy when he's in robot mode? Oh, it's stupid. Oh yeah, there. It's real. It's, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> like, like pigeon breasted. It's super weird. Like, this scrawny legged asshole is your leader. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Right. But he had that voice. Ah, Megatron. <laughs> Frank Welker. Yeah, Frank Welker did both. He did Optimus and Megatron. No, Peter, Peter Cullen did. Optimus oh, Peter Cullen did. Optimus. That's right. That's right. Zach. For God's sake, put some clothes on, William. I'm hanging up this phone. This is I'm disgusting. I'm telling off my uh, my moist dry bot, uh, dad bot. <laughs> Yikes. Oh. All right. <laughs> Thank you for your call. It's always nice to talk to you, Zach. Later, boys. Love you. See ya. Love ya. Uh, my wife has admitted that she would rather that I was having an affair with Zach than the... Than the toy shit? Yeah, the current relationship we have where he shoots me a text and then I spend 150 to $200 at the big bad toy store. <laughs> I think this might be uh, the answer to your wish. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who dis? It's Ryan Hebrews now. Yes! What is happening, <laughs> Hebrews? <laughs> Tagging in! Uh, How are you, sir? Ah, hanging in. I'm actually at the office on a Saturday, so I guess okay. What is that all about? <laughs> Jesus. What are you, a nerd? Come on, man. Trying to make the other uh, nerds look bad? Or <laughs> He's got a little kid, man. He's got to make that fat cash. SummerSlam, do you care? No. I, me either. I barely care. Honestly, barely care. And it's Vince's fault. Vince's... We got so excited when they hired Eric Bischoff and they then Paul Heyman were put in charge and they're like, oh, man, they're going to take over Raw and SmackDown. And every week it's still Vince bullshit. And now we don't even have a fixed card for SummerSlam. We don't even know some of the matches are going to happen yet. Well, I'm I was seriously checked out. I, I know it's probably not popular, but I love the Iconics and the loss of the championship belt. I was like, okay, and they're not even on the card. Yeah, so that's a big strike. And I do, and Kevin Owens being my favorite wrestler on that roster. Yeah, I do not care about that match. So I no. am. I will watch what I can. Will I go back? Eh, probably not. Yeah. Um, I think I think tonight's card will be okay. Um, Take over will be fun. I've had a bad. But uh, you should go see Joey Ryan tonight if you're not. Man, you know. See, and I kind of wanted to, but it's like we do this Bromahawkon thing where a bunch of dudes fly in that we all play like D&D &D games with and we get together and just have like dude party and play games. So, I mean, like as much as I'd like to see Joey Ryan and he's probably going to take his dick out because that's his thing. <laughs> take those guys to wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm going to make it. I would like to, though. I would like to support Joey Ryan. He's a weirdo. Yeah. So what, so what are you most excited about for TakeOver? Takeover, honestly, uh, we get the Velveteen Dream, and um, it's not Velveteen Dream and Adam Cole, right? It's Velveteen, Pete Dunn, and Roderick Strong. That's right. I think that's going to be amazing. So I think Velveteen Dream is the future of wrestling. He really is. That guy's a performer. He can wrestle. I think Pete Dunn is one of the scariest people on the planet, and that dude needs to be more famous. And Roderick Strong is just incredible. Roderick Strong can take a beating from anyone and make it look like he's never going to walk again. Like every time Roderick Strong wrestles, I'm concerned that he died. <laughs> it's the guy. He really is amazing. I think that is going to be incredible. I love Adam Cole too, but Adam Cole's one of those guys that they can't bring him up. You know what? I think I'm most excited about the Candice LeRae match. I, we just haven't seen much of her. So I'm, she's gotten a lot better you know, too. She's definitely gotten a lot better. I do like her. 
So I think that's that's number one for me. But I think Dream Done and Strong is probably uh, uh, close number two. And that's going to be like a 45 oh, minute just insanity. I'm super excited for that. All right, let's stop yeah. punishing Joe Pass. Look, the thing this. about Arsenal is that they always try to walk it in. That's just the only sports joke I have. I don't from know the what IT that crowd. is. <laughs> oh, oh, it's about soccer. Oh, foot football. Football, yeah. It's <laughs> <Sorry. all> football. <laughs> AEW, are you excited for this at all? Oh yeah, I mean we're so we stop watching WWE weekly programming, but we're making time for AEW weekly programming. It's wonderful. So uh, the 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 little shows leading up to the pay per views have been great. Yeah. Like we're we're all excited to get back together with a bunch of friends and watch these like the WWE pay-per-views used to be. Um, and Luchasaurus is, is yes. absolutely amazing. Yes. So I am, <laughs> I am in. Have you watched any of the Japanese shit, the G1 Climax that's going on? No, man, I got a kid. I barely get to watch anything. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I just had to see what John Moxley was doing over there, and it's brutal. He is. It is just amazing to see a guy like Dean Ambrose leave the WWE and find his groove again and, and just wrestle and scare people and beat the hell out of people and it's just great i'm so happy for him i mean i, I loved his match with joey janela it I was, was all in on that that was ridiculous thumbtacks broken tables blood everywhere it was old school man <laughs> all right we're boring poor joe patrick to death here <laughs> ryan i appreciate the call brother hey ryan uh you still want to do those ideas you had that we talked about Yes, I, I am working on them. Yeah, I am take all the time you little, want. I just wanted to check in. Some weird pervert shit you guys are doing? Yeah, weird pervert shit for the cool. website. Oh, for weird pervert shit for the website. Yeah, yeah. I'm into it. Yes. <laughs> all right. I, I swear I am coming I am coming back to my writing. It's just uh, taking longer than uh, it's no I would have liked. But no problem at all. You got one of those, my columns coming soon. You got one of those selfish little kids that ruins lives. I get it. You know, it's not your fault. Yep. Man, <laughs> hey, we were we were those selfish kids once too. I know, I ruined my parents' <laughs> life. That's yeah. why I did, that's why I got rid of all my kids because they were selfish little pricks. <laughs> Get out of here, you, Ryan. Good to talk to you, man. We'll talk to you soon, okay, brother? All right, later, brothers. Bye, buddy. Uh, Harvey Locust in the chat. Matt, I want to talk about SummerSlam. Also, Matt, I don't care about SummerSlam. <laughs> I want to talk about it because I don't care about it because I'm so, mad at the WWE. So great. I'm mad at Vince. He is the Donald Trump of wrestling. They are the same person. <laughs> they seriously, they like cross and the same Venn diagram and I can't stand them. These two egotistical like morons that don't care about the people that work for them. Donald Trump doesn't care about America. Trump, Vince doesn't care about wrestling. George Bush doesn't care about white people. I mean, black, <laughs> black people. people. <laughs> Sorry. Either, probably. Yeah. Uh, Corey Michael says uh, the WWE needs to get Junk Pile from X Men 2099 in the ring. Good God. Thank you, Corey. Uh, oh, staying on brand. We appreciate it. Yeah, that, always, Corey. always. Knew, I knew I could count on him for that. Uh, hey, speaking of BromahaCon, should we check in with those guys real quick? Yeah, they did send us a voicemail, didn't they? Yeah, I think we might have a few. Let me check. See what those perverts are doing. Here we go. I think this is them. Hey, boys. It's JD Got a Catch. Nope. Uh, I'm uh, sending in a voicemail this week because uh, due to my breach of lease agreement with uh, the lake house due to hawks and pox, I've had to uh, temporarily take up residence in Uncle Warren's cabin up the goddamn mountain. So, Yikes. Uh, I should have something, uh, some information regarding that soon, but... Uh, speaking of Hawks and Fox, uh, Moira X, whoa, yeah. um, 
so just a quick theory on that. Uh, one thing I'm noticing uh, through some other conversations is, so in, uh, I think, House of X 2, um, no, Powers of 10, uh, when Xavier pulls the flash drive from Mystique, notice he uses telekinesis. Yeah, and yeah. Xavier's never had telekinesis no. before, to the best of my knowledge. No, I saw except that except for Xavier from Earth sixteen ten. Now, in that same issue, look at when they meet the the leaders. When you've got Old Man Logan and Green Xavier, Green Magneto, and Not Groot and Zorn. Oh yeah, in the look at that design of Zorn, and compare that to Hickman's. Ultimate Hawkeye run when he's over against Zorn and Zorn. They're the same character. All I'm saying is that House of X and Powers of Ten, the whole thing just stinks of the Ultimate Universe, and I'm loving every minute of it. So that's my two minutes. Uh, I'll call it next week, I promise, and hopefully I'll have something from my time with Uncle Warren. All right. Love you, boys. Bye. Thanks, JD. Can we unpack that, please? Look, I, there are so many different theories flying around that. I can't keep track of them all. The, the Zorn thing, specifically. What so, is he talking about? Apparently, Hickman wrote an Ultimate Hawkeye miniseries okay. that it was Zorn was in it. I don't what? remember that. I don't think I read it. I have no memory of that. Uh, I think I completely checked out. And so JD is saying that that Zorn looks exactly like the Zorn that appeared in the future in Powers of Ten number one with like old Wolverine and those guys. So is Moira doing something? Okay, spoiler alert. For those of you yeah, who yeah. haven't Hawks read. Yeah, Hawks and Pox spoilers. House of X 2 yet. Moira McTaggart is a mutant. Moira McTaggart is a mutant who With has reincarnation the powers. perpetual reincarnation. Uh, not in the sense that she is reborn. No. Uh, as a different person. It's that she goes back in time and relives her life. Yes. With full knowledge of what happened previously. Which how that power works, I don't really know. She goes back in time. Her, and is born again. But it's like with full knowledge of her past dead life. dead and her body's good, like is goes becomes a baby and mom again and like comes out you're overthinking like, it <laughs> yeah okay sure regardless <laughs> so and so she's going uh we find out from destiny that she only has 10 lives maybe 11 if right. she makes the right decisions in life 10 when was the last time we saw destiny by well the way? destiny's been dead since the 90s yeah. well you know uh, not even feeling much better now yeah well this was <laughs> that was in the past so every time she dies uh she is a reborn back in the past as herself with full knowledge of of everything she lived through right uh and she's used that to alter the world in various ways try at first she's like mutants are a curse right uh i need to figure out how to wipe them out that didn't work out uh, then she finally got on board with Xavier's dream, and it always ends with Sentin their deaths at the end, like the rise of the Sentinels, and, and, and yeah. the death of mutants. Um, and so this life, I think, in in what we're reading now, uh, this is uh, Moira and Charles deciding things aren't working the way we've tried it. We have to do something radically different. Right. Krakoa. Pod people, who even knows? Leading up to Pox. We don't know that. Maybe. We don't know that. Gah. We don't know what time <laughs> we don't know what timeline that is. We don't know if this is all happening. Like the thing about Marvel is that there is no such thing as altering the past. Right. You create alternate timelines. Yeah. So every time Ma Mora is reborn and does something different than what we remember from the comics, 
Is that a different timeline? It must be. <laughs> exactly. <I don't> <laughs> exactly. Uh, and yeah, there's all sorts of like ultimate imagery. The um, something that somebody was quick to point out is that the lettering style yeah. matches the lettering from the ultimate books, not the regular Marvel books. Which is weird. Now, but Kickman has used that lettering style in other books outside of Marvel as well, too. So maybe he just likes that. Yeah, but for Marvel, they have a consistent style no, for all of their true. regular Ugh. books. This is making my head spin. Yeah, uh, a lot of people are like, is, re- is Professor X really the maker, which is Reed Richards from the Ultimate Universe? I don't think so, because the we- maker has shown up in multiple books right. recently. But he is wearing a helmet. He's, it's very similar. Looks like he's wearing Cerebro full time, maybe. He's, yeah. And it may be expanding his powers as well. And if you look in the script uh, for Hawks number one, Hickman is very careful to reiterate time and time again, Xavier never takes his helmet off. Yeah. You never see his face. Ever. Why? I don't know. Because it's Nazi. I don't know. And then there's all this stuff uh, in, the, in the Powers of Ten timeline with um, uh, how Mr. Sinister created these like gene banks and whatever yeah, yeah, the hell yeah. well and no he had a, the mutant pits on mars where they yeah, were like right, yeah breeding mutants and like it, oh man there's a really cool graph where they like show like oh we took the angel's powers and we combined oh, it, it with ice man's powers uh, and we made ice wing guy or whatever no, and like it was a uh, rasputin it was the yeah. it was the, the the gene sequence for rasputin and it was one part Coloss- uh, one part Colossus, one right. part uh, Magic. Unus the Untouchable. Yeah. Uh, anus a bunch the of different. Yeah, Anus the Untouchable. <laughs> um, and yeah, it, it was super cool. And uh, But the thing about this is we're, or we're three chapters in and people are trying so hard to figure it out. We will never figure no, it out. No. And keep in mind, this is the first storyline. This isn't even his X run yet. Right. And I think that at the end of this 12 issues, the paradigm will be a different again. Quite possibly. Because, I mean, I, he's, establishing, he's establishing things that I don't think can be sustained in the regular Marvel Universe. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen, uh, but the ride is amazing. I was talking about this with our consigliere, Ryan Forrest. When was the last time you were this excited about any X book? I know. It's been years. Ten, at least ten. Years. Fifteen years. I, I'm, I'm so pleased with what they are doing and, and all of it. I mean, the, the art, the look, the character designs, I am so pleased. And you know why? Cause they're letting the creator create, right? They're not letting the plot or the characters steer what they think is best. They're letting the creator go nuts. Right. And that is where Marvel excels. That's absolutely where Marvel excels. Oh, the Moira, the Moira timeline at the back of house of X, uh, two bonkers. It's this, enormous graph yeah charting all of the lives yeah jonathan hickman is like a data scientist yeah, as far right. as i can tell um and conspicuously absent from the graph is life six what? and people are like what the fuck happened in life six life six is not on the graph are we in life six uh, i think we're in life 10 do they necessarily go in order like that though i don't know i know i don't know <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, they're not smart enough or not high enough to read this. Maybe we you know? need to get way high. <laughs> I need to be way higher yeah, when I read yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although then I read it and I'm like, oh shit, I still got to read House of X 2. And I'm like, wait a minute, I did read this. 
<laughs> All right, let's check more of these voicemails. We uh, for you jerks so you like it. jumped way ahead. I did. I thought that was them. Let's try uh, this one. We got one from 755 this morning. 755? 319 area. That's code. disgusting. Hey, it's John L. I'm outside of Brohalicon, day three. Vendors on the street, selling glow sticks, selling glazed corn. <laughs> All right, we'll come back to this shit. Is it a rave? <laughs> Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who it is? Harvey Locust here. Harvey Locust! What's up, Harvey? It's awfully early for you. We started half an hour early. We're like, we'll never hear from Harvey hey, again. you know, I set an alarm and everything. I made sure I was awake for this. Look at Can't this guy. It. Yeah. What do you want to rap about today, Harv? Uh, answer of the week, of course. Hit us. You know, Let's go. I'm one of the old school guys, so I, I, I still love answer of the week. <laughs> Come on now. We appreciate that. All new X-Men, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I would argue all new anything. All new X-Men was... Oh, let's take the X-Men from the 60s and bring them to the future. That's all old X-Men, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They could have called young, young old, old new. Young old X-Men or something would have been much better than all new X-Men. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any of the all new stuff. I hated it. All new yeah. or like oh god, what was the other one? Uh or just oh, new. They did period. a bunch. They did a bunch. New Avengers. New Avengers was new Avengers for like five years. At what point were right. they not new anymore? Right. Not to mention the fact that they're like, okay, you threw Spider-Man and Wolverine and shit in there. That is, new Avengers? Give me a goddamn break. Just call <laughs> it the Avengers. You know? Well, but then they did a second book yeah. that was just called the Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, call them the West Coast Avengers. Another one. <laughs> From from uh, a little bit older one was uh, that I thought of was Painkiller Jane. You guys remember her? I remember oh, yeah. Painkiller Jane. She wore, she like wore bandages and shit. Yep. Jimmy Palmiani created. Yeah. It? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And she had a super healing factor, but everything still hurt her. She still felt pain. <laughs> <laughs> she, <laughs> you know, she didn't take special painkillers for it or anything. Yeah. Was like why? <laughs> Just call her uh, Wolverine Jr. or, or something. Pain, sure. Painful Jane or, you know, yeah. <laughs> in pain Jane. Pain, pain Jane. Jane. I like in pain Jane. In pain Jane. It rhymes. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. She can wrap that one in her flow better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Harvey, excellent answer. We appreciate that, buddy. Thanks, guys. Love you. Take it easy. Have you a good too, day. Buddy. You too. Thanks a lot. Nerds, I am super excited to inform you that we once again have someone dumb enough to sponsor this show. What a fool. His name is Jonathan Sims. I mean, what a great guy. (laughs) You've heard us talk about him. He's the creator of Floating Bunnyhead Comic Books and the forthcoming official THN t-shirt. We did it, you guys. It's all happening. We did it. You can check out John's shop at Skelenaut.com for Snack Attack, the coloring book. It's got a bunch of food-based monsters. It's gross and it's awesome. Sounds disgusting. Yeah. He's got t-shirts. He's got comics. He's got enamel pins like his brand spanking new raptor tail grab pin, which is available now. It's a cartoon velociraptor with a backwards ball cap doing a tail grab on a skateboard. Holy Holy shit! He's got a magnificent, flowing, lush beard. He sells great art prints, t-shirts. I said that. Beard is not for sale. I said that too. Beard not for sale. (laughs) Step off, you guys. Creepos. Joe Patrick, how do I spell Skelenot? Skelenaut is spelled S-K-E-L-E-N-A-U-T-D-O-T-C-O-M. Thank you. Skelenaut.com. Appreciate that last part. That was good. Thank you. Thanks, John. We appreciate your sponsorship. Huge thanks. Go throw money at John. He's a great guy. He's throwing money at us. We couldn't appreciate that more. And watch for the upcoming official THN t-shirt news. Oh, my God.
Uh, one thing I did want to talk about on the show this week, uh, and I'm not going to go into news because the news has been absolutely horrible. It was a terrible week for America. But once again, violent video games are under fire. And I think that is complete bullshit. So I wanted to celebrate some of our favorite violent video games. Uh, I just saw uh, something online, a tweet or something. It was a, a picture of them unveiling the first Pong machine. And it was like America introduced to violent video games for the first time. <laughs> like, That's pretty good. That was Pong. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the young lad going up to WC Frank's, which I don't even I think it was a pizza place that used to be it was a hot, hot dog. Place. No, they served hot dogs. But they served pizza, too. Well, they probably so, I think they made their things. money on pizza. You don't make money selling hot dogs. Uh, it was all the rage. There was Top Dog in Bellevue. There was all sorts of hot dog Man, joints in the super 80s. Super weird. But he used to go there to play Smash TV. Smash TV. Smash, which was basically like two, it was Akari Warriors. It was two guys with guns, but they were sent on a game show to like murder mutants and people and every, and you made money for like your mass murder. And you had two joysticks and one was to run and one was to shoot in all directions. Yeah. And it was the most brilliant like play style I'd ever, because we've never seen that. I think that was the first two joystick game where you had like 360 access and movement and fire. Maybe. I think it was. Maybe. I mean, they were like you before that. You had the rollerball, you know, like yeah, you had like asteroids game. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. but it but wasn't joystick count. controlled. That doesn't count. And yeah. there was no blood and guts in that. There was blood everywhere in Smash TV. I mean, gallons of blood. Yikes! Stages where blood hit the screen and dripped off it and stuff. It was great. Yikes! It was so good. That and Gunsmoke for the original uh, well, Gunsmoke SNES didn't have blood and guts. No blood and guts. But you were a cowboy. That single-handedly, someone did the math. I can't remember. And by the end of the game, you were responsible for the murder of more than fifty thousand people. <laughs> Yikes. You're like Genghis Khan. <laughs> they were calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who this? Live from beyond the Whoa! dead, Mushroom Manor. <laughs> we it, thought you were dead. The stately one has returned. Ladies and gentlemen, he lives. Oh. <laughs> God, we said such nice things at your funeral, too. I mean, it was a whole thing. Oh, Tears. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was a little suspicious oh. that Gail was in such a good mood, but, you know, I just figured, I don't know. I mean, like. <laughs> People grieve in different ways. Yeah. You know, they're British. I don't know how it works over here. I mean, I didn't want to be rude. Stiff up our lip. <laughs> how are we feeling? Anyway, I just. I'm great. I just wanted to see could I get a double cheese pizza and. Can I get the sides that I had last time? Sure, not a problem. We'll get that right over to you. Yeah. Is, is that, oh, shit, this is the bloody podcast, isn't it? Yes. I'll run you guys. Yeah, pizza. yeah. And it's weird oh, that you call the pizza place shit. and introduce yourself as stately Lord Fungus. <laughs> That's odd. <laughs> uh, well, I just thought, I just, I was watching and I just thought we were talking violent video games. And as you know, I, I actually posted that picture with Pong earlier oh that was you oh, that, that was, was you yes nice that was me yeah <laughs> um um now and i just thought well let, let's get into carmageddon and let's get into yeah tekken and let's get into yes tekken, what's the other mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Kombat. i remember kids used to yeah. like we would crowd around the mortal Kombat machine because there's this one like oh, yeah. shithead kid that nobody could beat and so we'd just be like get tired yeah. of playing and be like hey just win the game and show us all the fatalities because he knew all of them and we were like, yeah. he even knew like the Liu Kang one where you turn into the dragon and everything and bite the dude's head off. That yeah. one was really hard. <laughs> and we were just watching like, whoa. <laughs> Have you seen I know, the new ones? Awesome. 
I've still got my original uh, my original cartridge for the Mega Drive. Uh, the Gen- I think you guys called it the Genesis. Didn't yeah, you? Oh, yeah, the Genesis. nice. It was the Mega Drive we, across the yeah, pond. The me- it was called the Mega Drive across the pond because we're we're morons and we can't brand anything. <laughs> and the and it was called and and I still got my original one and it wasn't even made by it was it was some like little third party company put it out. It wasn't even like Tato or anybody like that. It was like some little crappy company put it out in the UK and you had to go like miles to find the one single copy in Birmingham and it was about 70 quid which makes it about $100 Jesus. for the cartridge and it wasn't Sega and it, it was, was like a rip off well Acclaim put out uh, or Midway Midway put out uh, Mortal Kombat in the States oh um, yeah I yeah. see okay but yeah that's weird man uh, it kind yeah, of it yeah, reminds man, me it was, of uh, it was great it reminds me of that company that uh Put out their own version of Tetris before the rights got all settled. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stole it from the Soviets. Yeah. Blocktris. Blocktris. What's so good here? Yeah, from you, man. I, I must say, by the way, guys, just before I go, so I, I must get off the phone so there's far more important people can ring than I. Oh but please. I've just literally, literally, just this second finished reading Identity Crisis. Okay. By Rags Morales. Yeah. Brad Meltzer. Yeah. Just, to think, I've never read it before. I know that sounds really stupid because I'm, I'm supposed to be like this DC kid, but I'd never read it. So I bought a copy because I was in, on my deathbed. And I thought, fuck it, I'll buy it. And I bought it and I've just read it and it was freaking amazing. I really liked it too. Oh my God, it just blew my mind. I really liked it too. Now they did some gnarly stuff to some beloved characters back in the day that had never been done. Yeah. And you could say, yes, it is mean spirited yeah. in what they did. But I think the story, the way they set it up where it's just like, why are we fighting the heroes? We know we're not going to yeah. hurt Superman. No, that's not identity you know, crisis. Like, that's the that's the murder mystery. Identity crisis. Yeah, they go after like the people's loved ones. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So they target the loved yeah. ones, the soft targets, if you will. But it wasn't the villains. It was, it was, it, it was the uh, Adam's ex wife. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it turned it out. Yeah, it turned Spoilers out. Spoilers for a 15 year old comic book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you think, guys? Do you think they will ever go that mean spirited again? I don't know, man. Leviathan right now in the pages of like action and Superman. Yeah. They yeah. are definitely going after some soft targets around Superman. And I mean, uh, there's some super Infinite scary Crisis? shit going on there. Was that the sequel to uh, Crisis on Infinite Crisis, right? That right. was the one where Superman Earth, Earth 2 came back. Yeah. Uh, in Infinite Crisis, where Superboy Prime goes evil. He, like, rips the heads off of a dozen different Teen Titans. Yeah. Obscure Teen Titans <laughs> characters. Yeah, that dude, a lot of people get offed in that, in that series. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, though. No. I miss Rags Morales. Where the hell is that guy Yeah, at? no shit. What happened to Rags? I don't know. He's yeah. super slow, I think. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. Yeah. You, guys used, you guys used to mention him every week. He was amazing. Something, and then all of a sudden, it's just nothing, nothing at all. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he got in trouble because he's too slow. and Or maybe he's working in Hollywood. I mean, making some real money. I hope, Could be. I hope for Maybe him. Maybe he just he, he realized his first name was Rags and he's just gone to, I don't know, to Tibet or something to sort his life out. Could be. <laughs> I don't know. Could be. <laughs> I don't know. I think he it's like actually short for something. He's like, he's, he's like Brazilian or? I don't know. He's from South America. I, I have no clue. So I think Rags don't is speculate. like Don't speculate. You have something. no idea. I'm pretty sure he is. No, you don't know. <laughs> this is the Matt Bomb makes Bombism. stuff up segment of the show. <laughs> I'm not making yeah. it up. I'll look into it. Stay the Lord Fungus. I am yeah, so pleased yeah. you did which, not die. Which means you won't. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you're looking right. to it, which means you won't. You, you just watch SummerSlam. Which means be, I will say that I did and swear that I'm right, is what it means. Yeah, 
we call oh, that. By the way, Mr. Mr. B, are you, go, are you going to be tweeting spoilers for us that aren't, aren't on the same time zone as you for SummerSlam? Are you going to be going like, oh my God, I can't believe Brock Lesnar's just walked out with the belt and I'm still in bed and I wake up to that. Well, see, but I could believe that because it's going to be completely stupid when he does and Vince will do that just to make me mad. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's like, well, yeah. if, we, if we can't give him something they want, uh, give him something hate. Fuck it. You know, <laughs> yeah. they'll tune in just oh, to be yeah, mad. Absolutely, you know? yeah. Ugh, yeah, every, every wrestling, wrestling, wrestling is a new thing. It's coming from Britain soon. Every wrestling <laughs> website that I've read is, um, they're shitting on Seth Rollins like, hey, he's dropped the ball, he's the worst guy. He grabs the brass ring and he put it around his carpet or something. It's, and it's really, they're really shitting on him. The it's terrible. It's working terrible. his ass off, but... Okay, he's been a bit of a dick on Twitter lately, but, you know, that's well, just rivalry with AEW. He's the hardest working man there. He absolutely is. And they've yeah. given him no storyline, and they've given him a part-timer to come out and beat him with a chair every other week as his, yeah. like, his, yeah. his motivation. And that just sucks. And that's not his fault. It's not his fault. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Yeah. Absolutely. It's sad. Absolutely. It's sad. But there you go. Christ on the cross. Hey, uh, anyway, lads. Oh, go on. Sorry. Hi, Joe. How Hi, you doing? buddy. Hey, good, good. Uh, I just wanted. I don't know if you. I don't know if you see the chat when you watch, but Casey says hi. Casey bomb. Uh, she. Ah, Casey, Casey, Casey. <laughs> yeah. So she just wanted to say I wanted that's you. That's how know. we say it. And that's that's how we say it in our house, by the way. Oh, any, Casey bomb is ever on Twitter. It's like Casey, 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 Casey. That's very sweet. In my house, I just go woman. <laughs> and you, <laughs> you won. You get over here now, damn yep. it, woman. Damn, shut up. She calls me goddamn it. So you know, it's, <laughs> it's like goddamn it, and then I know I'm in and trouble. You're like, what woman? And I, and I come running like the dog. I'm like, oh hi, sweetie. What happened? <laughs> I bet you. Are, I bet you're such a pussy at home. Bob. Oh yeah, I bet you are. Oh absolutely. Oh, I'm terrified of her. She's an aerobics coach. She's in way better shape than I am. I'd have to like hit her with a two by four and run if we had a, like a real fight, you know? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Joe. Sorry, Joe. You were saying before we were rudely interrupted. Oh no, no, that was it. That was it. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to. I just wanted to let you know. Casey says hi. Uh, oh, thank you very much. Glad you're doing well. Glad you're doing better. Yeah, thank you. I had a necrotic gallbladder. It was dead when they opened me up. Oh, man, you're like a black lantern. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is my origin, it's my origin story. <laughs> Your gallbladder went bad, oh, yeah, wow. and then the ring found you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 200, 250-pound white man from the middle classes of Birmingham went into hospital. That's Came scary, man. Just a little bit lighter. That was it. That you're already pasty enough. It's perfect, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm really, I'm already pasty with bad teeth, so I'm, I'm sorted. I'm, I'm perfect. You'll fit in fine. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. All right, we're gonna have a fantastic show and uh, look forward to uh, speaking to you again soon. Most definitely. Yes, sir. Thanks Good to for hear calling. from you, buddy. Glad you're feeling better. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a great show. Take care, both. All right, bye now. Two international calls. Wow. This is what success feels we like, We should show. have changed our time slot years ago. I told you. Okay, let's get back to this. Where were we? John was giving us a report from Bromacon. Yeah, it's uh, some sort of raves happening. Uh, I'm looking at the pickup line for passes. Um, looks, like in, looks, looks like organizers are having a real desperate time. <laughs> uh, getting people in the doors. They're... Uh, I'm going to hand out free candy and edible marital aids to get the Canadian folks to show up. <laughs> um, so, so far, my floor experience, uh, it's been kind of grinding and, and tiring, but uh, I did get into the panel in Hall LR to watch uh, Chopping Mall. 
that was a great one. True Harry, story. Uh, I love chopping ball. Uh, point out the excellent cinematography, uh, bold directions taken in action scenes, and uh, great insight into how much camel toe is too much camel toe. No such thing. Uh, that was a that was a vibrant discussion. Uh, the agenda today uh, looks like uh, after eating breakfast alone. Uh, gonna have some cigars with uh, a few of the boys, uh, some Tarantino movie, and then game after game after game, only be interrupted by free, you know, free, very, very frequent uh, talking of comics, music, and, uh, you know, relaying stories of us being pieces of shit in our 20s. <laughs> but, uh, sorry, I, I gotta cut this short. Uh, the bathroom line finally, finally looks like it's moving. Uh, and I gotta get the hell over there. I have all this vegan food from last night, and it's wanting to come hurtling out my beagle. So, <laughs> okay, John, gotta get from the convention floor. <laughs> Thank you for calling cover to cover. Caller, who this? It's Brian Domingos. Brian Domingos! Oh, Brian. How are we today, sir? Good. What's going on, guys? We're just kicking it in our new time slot. 11 to noon, Central Standard Time. Makes a little more sense, right? Sure. Sure. It's still, <laughs> it's, it's still it's still noonish for me. So but, you know. Fair enough. That old time change thing. What do you want to rap about uh, today, sir? Well, you know, I've been reading a lot of. It has just sort of happened. Um, a lot of '90s comics recently. Oh, okay. Um, they, they had the um, in June, and it took me a while to get through it. The um, the Daredevil like epic collection that had the Carl Kessel Carrie Nord run in it. Ooh, yes. Which is. Really, it's it's one of those things where, like, it's as good as I remember, but it's, like, eight issues shorter than I remember it being. <laughs> yeah. Like, it felt like it went on forever. But it was like, oh, this is seven or eight issues. That was um, it? Really? I thought it was at it's least. It's not a lot. It might be a year, but it felt like it went on for a long time. Yeah, right. I thought um, there was, like, a two-and-a-half-year run. No shit. Yeah, it, it wasn't that. Was that when, it that wasn't was when that Karen long. Page became a nighttime DJ. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's weird. Like, I remember there being, like, a lot of... There, there's so much more of her in it than I remember. Like, um, I don't know. She always seemed like kind of a mystery to me. And then it's like, oh, no, she's in every issue. And, and yeah. there's no reason why he shouldn't have known who what her job was. But there was, like, this weird mystery of, like, what's her new job? And it's like, oh, she's a... Like, she's like a, you know, radio DJ. She's Frasier, basically. Right, yeah. Um, well, she was, like, doing advice? Oh, that's right. She was, like, angel of the she, night. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I remember now. Okay. Uh, um, and it's then, it's yeah, weird how much ahead. prominence Karen Page has in Daredevil when, really, she's not been a part of the book for most of it. You know, she was around in the 60s and stuff, yeah. and she came back in the 80s as a junkie. And then, but for the most part, she's just not around. Yeah. He's had way uh, different uh, other girlfriends, all sorts of different we people. We haven't seen Karen for a long Karen time. Karen died now. in Kevin Smith's run. Oh, that's right. So she'd been, she been deed. That's right. But yeah, yeah anyway. Yeah, so it's 20 years now. Um, and then on the DC Universe app, um, I'm, I've got like two or three issues left of the, that 90s Fate series. Where it's got <laughs> like the, the face scar and like the, uh, yeah. and the knife and... With it's, the, it's weird, like the cape wrapped around his arm. Yeah, like it's, it's pretty okay. Yeah, like it's not it's not too grim and gritty. Um, he's kind of he's like a character. Like in, in my head, it's like that. The reputation is like, oh, what a, is like '90s cheese and yeah, like oh, right. that guy. But right, I'd kind of like to see him back. It's better than know? that. Like yeah, he's like all right. Yeah, 
Um, and they have the same art team like the entire run, like for, for 20 something issues, which is pretty impressive. Uh, they did a second series metal arm, red shock of hair, and yeah, he had like the on it, it wasn't face. a metal arm, it was Dr. Fate's cape like wrapped around him. Okay, like a so this was like a retake on Dr. Fate. Yeah, kinda. like something happened, like he got a piece of the helm of Naboo like lodged in his skull or something. Is that it, Brian? Like, like a yeah, shrapnel he's, thing? He's sort of like. He before all it happens, he's like the kind of guy that Indiana Jones would punch in the face. He's like a he's like an antiquities thief. Oh, and yeah. then he gets wrapped up in all this like Nabu stuff and um he gets like betrayed and it's all like in the zero issue because it was part of zero hour. Right. Um and he gets like essentially like punched in the face with a like a diamond and like amulet thing, and that leaves that red um, marking on his face, and that's part of the whole Doctor Fate costume. And then the the helmet is crafted into like a dagger, right? Um, yes. And then, and his arm is all like messed up, like necropathy, like dying. But the 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 cape is wrapped around it like a bandage, and it keeps it normal. So when it starts to unravel, his arm starts to like he's basically like a zombie arm. Yeah. Um, so it gives it that kind of metal like look without actually being metal which so it's like okay he's got the he's just kind of in the mix and and he is imbued with the powers by kent and um inza who just died in zero hour what was this character's um, name oh so, jared stevens jared yeah okay yeah. gotcha i vaguely remember this i did not read it there was a second series they did a second series called uh the oh andy Book, lanning books of fate i think andy lanning helped write this An anthony williams and andy lanning Andy Lang was the inker on it, um, oh. and then but it was it was John John Francis Moore did a bunch, and mm. then uh, okay. Len Kamansky did both most of it. But like um, Anthony Williams' art, like it looks like John McRae, like it, it looks kind of like a yeah. a mystical hitman book, which yeah. is kind of funny because it's right around that same period. So it's like Anthony Williams well, did a know, ton of stuff in the '90s. He also did Scare Tactics. Oh, uh, I remember Scare Tactics. Yeah, yeah, he was all over that kind of stuff. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, I loved Anthony Williams. Yeah, he's. I mean, I, I'm a fan now. I, I mean, I, I remember his fill-in stuff and different things. And right. Um, but yeah, it's it's very John McRae, like kind of the cartoony, but with the the blacks and um, it's yeah, like I'm, you know, it's not the best thing I've ever read, but I'm like, this is not as it's ragged on and lumped into that like uh terrible, awful, grim and gritty '90s. Right. It's like it's. It's not that bad. Like, it's nice. actually pretty decent. And then I thought, when was the last time I read this character in something? And he's he's in, like, five pages of JSA number one when, yeah. when he dies. He, he is? And, um, yeah, because it's part of yeah. the return of Dr. Fate. Okay, I totally remember this uh, now. So, like, he, he, he gets his own dagger stuck yeah, in his yeah. back and yes. he dies. And then the dagger, if I'm recalling right, the dagger, like, transforms back into the helmet? Yeah, oh, I just read the. Um, I just looked at JSA number one on the also on the DC app. Um, yeah, it's at Wesley Dodd's um, funeral, and yeah. they. Um, okay. He just like appears and he's like, oh, and he hits the ground and everyone's like, oh shit! And then all these like Egyptian zombie things attack, right? Yeah. And they're fighting at the the funeral, but um, yeah, the, at the end of it, the dagger disappears, and I think yeah, it turns back into the helmet, and then that's when all the you know. Um, whatever the guy's the next guy who comes fate i can't remember where, uh, i believe is, it's um it's uh it's uh the guy who was silver scarab um carter hall's kid uh um, well, hector yeah 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 hector hall 
Yeah, boy. Um, what a good run yeah, that was. Hector's dead, right? Oh, yeah. Hector died? I believe so. Okay. Because there have been like three or four different Dr. Fates. And we don't have then. a Dr. Fate presently. Um, Something with Dr. Fate was going on in uh, Justice League Dark, I noticed. But yeah, the helmet's been around. One, yeah, I don't know who, if, if it might just, I feel like it's just like the costume. Yeah, nobody's wearing it, nobody's wearing it yet. It popped up, but nobody's right. wearing it yet. I think it's like acting on its own, though, like right. the spirit yeah. of Naboo or whoever. Yeah, or we've seen like the helmet and the cape fly around before. Yeah. Shit, so Brian Domingos, that was wonderful. Thank you for that little trip down weird 90s grim and gritty memory lane. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say grim and gritty, grim and gritty 90s DC better than grim and gritty 90s Marvel. Oh, definitely. I sure. agree with that. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. I, I like to go to the DC app and you can change on the, the uh, settings. You can set it to like, they call it the modern age and that's everything from like post it's the post crisis pre um, flashpoint, which is like my sweet spot. The the 900 comics that are titles that came out and that's really what my settings stay on. I don't need any golden age stuff. I just, you know, read through that stuff. I mean, and, really that is um, my golden age. That post crisis to yeah, to, I mean that's definitely pre flash all of our wheelhouses. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, it's awesome. Brian Domingos, always good to talk to you, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you for uh, making an appearance yeah. in our new time slot. Hey, any any time. Thanks for accommodating me. Have a good day. <laughs> all right, you too, buddy. bud. All right. all right, turn the phone lines off. Yeah, we got some. We got some. Uh, I think things are going down at Bromahakon. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Like weird shit. Like pervert shit. Maybe. Oh man. Hold on, let me turn on the donut disturb. There we go. Get them settings off. Uh, so we basically, that was the end of John's call, so. Yeah. Oh, whoops, I accidentally signed out and into the wrong account. There we go. Hello now. Hello now. Hello now. Okay, so let's see. Let's see who this is. Uh, Joe, Matt, why aren't you guys answering? This is John Bunger, guys. I I need your help. I am freaked out. There are all these weirdos coming by my house. They're coming from all over the country. They're freaking me out. They're saying, yeah, Brumahaka, Brumahaka, special case. I don't know these people. They're knocking on my door. I found one sleeping in my spare bedroom last night. They're let us in. Fuck, dude, they're here. <laughs> God, please call me back. Please come. Just come over. Just come over. All right, all right, all right. Bring, bring weapons. I don't know. Just hurry. Hurry. This is what we get for this. This is what we get for talking about it on the show. All the uh, weirdos show up. Yeah, boy. <laughs> <called Yikes>. twice. <laughs> Looks like John checked back in a little yeah. later. All right, let's get to our answers to the question of the week. No, no, there's another one. Yeah, it's 11 seconds long and it gets cut off. It's fine. Play it. Oh, I already, I already got rid of it. It's gone. You didn't get rid of it. It's right no, here. No, I mean I got rid of the window. Hold on. God damn it. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Uh, while you're doing that, uh, Tony Mathers popped in to say uh, Kevin Conroy is coming back to play Bruce Wayne in Crisis on Infinite Earths. I know, I Live know. Live action, Bruce I Wayne. I know, I know. I saw All that. of these things are happening, oh. and I don't know what to do. Good God. <laughs> Guys, it's me again. Fuck. One of them is John Littrell. I'm telling you. It's, he's at the window. God, get out of here. Weirdo, go away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Look what you did. Look what you did. Nice job, Joe Patrick. 
Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, who this? Hey, guys, it's Frank from New York. Hey, what's going on, Frank? How we doing? Hey, no, no, I'm doing good. You know what? You know what I want to talk to you about? Hit us. Descendants three. Have you seen this? <laughs> Descendants three. No, no, no. My daughter's obsessed with it. Uh, I saw Actually, the I saw the cast of Descendants three on Celebrity Family Feud last I week. I don't have the slightest clue what we're talking. It's about. It's a Disney Channel movie. Oh, okay. I, it's a Disney <laughs> my, my, my daughter's obsessed with it. Okay. No, I just wanted to call. You guys actually started. Somebody started mentioning it. The uh, this whole hour. The, the the like this crisis thing they're doing on the CW. Yeah. Looks absolutely amazing. And, I can't Absolutely wait. Absolutely amazing. I'm, I'm not vibrating with excitement. Getting... God, you guys are such nerds. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I... Burt Ward is coming back as Robin. See, now, I don't know if they said who Burt Ward and Linda Carter are playing, but really? it I would be great they... if he was Dick okay, Grayson. Okay. Uh, Linda, the thing Dude. is that Linda Carter already plays a character on Supergirl, but that doesn't matter right. because so does Brandon Routh and he's playing Superman. <laughs> so That's amazing. I'm, I'm so excited. Tom Welling is coming this back. Is... I, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm speechless. I don't even know. You what guys can do. have it. I, I, I admit, like I just did. The only one of those shows that really got me was was The Flash. The rest of them, you're so yeah, wrong. whatever. Like Arrow hasn't been great this season. Supergirl is wonderful. Legends of Tomorrow. I'm not kidding. I it's amazing. I just can't handle. I, I got. I got to go back and watch it because I haven't seen Skip it. Skip the I first season. Flash was, the first Flash season really is terrible. a lot better this year. Yeah. Last year, Flash was terrible. This year, so much better. I actually thought the plot was good and the way they worked it out was much, much better than last year's. Like, I was hate watching that show, man. It was awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but this year's was so much better. I, I got to watch. I haven't seen Legends of Tomorrow since the since Professor uh, Stein and Ronnie Stein and Ronnie split. Yeah. He died. So I'm, I'm like, I have to go back and kind of kind of binge on that. But I mean, just absolutely. It looks it looks absolutely amazing. Like just the fact that they got John Wesley ship to come back to play the Flash yeah. was incredible. Yeah. And and I'm, I'm just so excited about like the prospect of everything they're going to do. And it just looks so good. Yeah, I just, just so good. I have no idea. I, I my my gut is telling me that when oh, they also announced that Black Lightning is going to appear. So yeah, they're, oh, wow. they're bringing him into the universe. His episode, his show is not going to be part of the crossover, but he will appear. It's stupid that uh, that right. doesn't take place in the CW. So I think that when this is all over, all of the like, yeah. Supergirl is in a different universe because it started on a different network. This is going to crush them together. Right. It's going to be one Earth. Yeah. They're yeah. all going to be together. I, uh, I I'm think ex- so too. I'm super excited for Batwoman. That mo- that show looks great. Mm. I'm yeah, in. yeah. I'm no, she, all I, in. I thought she was great. I thought. What, what one or two episodes she was in looked fantastic. Uh, yeah, in the Elseworlds crossover, which was also great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this, I'm going to watch gonna it. Be, I'm going to get on board. I'm going to do it. All right. <laughs> dude, dude, it's it's just, uh, this is going to be great. And I think this is really going to lead to something probably really amazing. Um, and if, if it doesn't, then I'm probably going to stop watching these shows. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, they've got my expectations so high that, like, I'll be real sad if it's not great. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it just so much of it is just sounds so amazing. And I'm just like, and now now they just got to get the kid that played uh, Batman in Batman Beyond. Oh, yeah. To come back and, and be like, maybe, maybe, you know, Bruce, maybe uh, Kevin Conroy voice uh, is Bruce Wayne from that future. Oh, Jesus. And the kid, what was it? Will, what was his name? Something Will Friedel. Yeah. Something like yeah, that. Yeah. I can't remember. No I can't remember, but I like the cartoon. He came back. The what? I said, I like the cartoon. <laughs> oh, the cartoon. I love, I love that cartoon. Yeah. Did you ever, did you, and you saw the, like kind of the, the, 
um, sort of finale of that cartoon where they reveal who who he really is. They actually did that in Justice League. That was like the yeah. last. Did they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, was yeah. the was, last was episode Justice of Justice League Unlimited. Yeah, was the secret oh. origin of Terry McGinnis, and it was awesome. And he was he's a clone of it, Bruce Wayne. Yeah. So good. It was amazing. <laughs> totally awesome. Uh, yeah, Will Friedel <laughs> is his name. Um, Frank, we got to get going. Yep. Uh, okay. But thank you for your call. I'm glad somebody shares my excitement because <laughs> I am freaking oh. pumped, dude. I'm so excited. I'll be calling you like every every week about it. Weeks, okay. Sounds good. Yeah. I want your recap, right. Frank, Weekly every recap. week. <laughs> All right, buddy. We'll every talk to you week. soon. All right. Take it easy. Bye. Harvey Locust says Matt's face looks like Joe's face during wrestling. Yeah, talk. It does. <laughs> I just like, okay. Uh, answer of the week. All right. Uh, my answer, Daredevil, the man without fear. That guy is constantly afraid. <laughs> what if I'm doing the wrong thing? What if I'm making God angry? What if I'm ruining my life? What if I'm letting my dad down? What if Karen's going to die? Well, that's, like, well, that's more like doubt. No, internal, he's you know. always afraid. Always afraid. <laughs> I think the whole idea is the the people of Hell's Kitchen think he is the man without fear. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. it's a cool nickname, but yeah. look, that guy okay. is the most conflicted character I know. Okay, mine goes to the Batman miniseries series batman r.i.p because it was never batman about that. didn't die it was never about that you called it Morrison rest has said in that. peace okay i knew that's what you were gonna do <laughs> stupid I knew that's i'm not what going back do. into this all right what's our new question of the week all come right. on uh i got a script right here our new question of the week was submitted by Eddie via the THN forums. Welcome aboard, Eddie. Yeah. Uh, and we have done a question similar to this before, but it's been a while and it's worth a revisit. Okay. What universally loved book, comic, or storyline did you just find sort of meh? All right. Meh. Okay. I have an answer for a book series that I just finished and a comic book. Fair enough. Yeah. I think I do, too. All right. All right, then. We'll see you next week right here, 11 a.m., to 12 noon central standard time it's our new time slot we slid it back half an hour makes more sense for everybody it was a wild rollicking success look at this we yeah the it. only reason we started at 11 30 is because we recorded the main show ahead of time but yeah. now we do things differently yeah because you know we're trying to be more timely we'll trying see you this wednesday timely. with a new episode of the regular show uh thank you again to our sponsor jonathan sims jonathan sims man that freaking guy this is me? a reminder for matt to insert the intro and the uh, mid-episode sponsorship oh, into yeah. this episode. I'm going to do it. It's going right. to be great. Thanks, everybody that chatted along with us and called in. It's your show. We don't have a show without you. We'll see you next week. Same bat channel, different bat time. <laughs> you get it. But for now, you this get it. is a 2 Nerd. Signing off.